Welcome to In Moderation. The show where we give you a moderate dose of info, sarcasm, and we already know we're not approved. Welcome back to In Moderation. And today's guest is someone extra special. We've got... TV's Batman, Adam West. (laughs) I was going to go with Adam Driver or Adam Savage. There was a bunch of Adams. You you picked a completely different Adams. Adams. (laughs) You know what I hear a lot? Adam Adam Conover. That's what I hear a lot. Oh, you know what? That's another good one. Adam ruins everything. Yes, I hear that all the time. Literally, uh, probably. Well, you did just ruin Liam's Wi-Fi shortly before this. (laughs) No, (laughs) always with the struggles. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big Mythbusters fan, so I was probably thinking Adam Savage. That was one of my favorite shows. Good one. I'm, wow. I'm the least. I'm the least popular Adam of all those. That is your profile. The least popular Adam on the internet. Oh, that would be so good. Oh well, Adam, why don't you actually introduce yourself? Because unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, sure. no, you're not Batman. Are I'm you? Not Batman. You're not Batman. Um, so, as far as you know, um, uh, dun, dun, Adam, dun. Wright. <laughs> Adam Wright uh, from Adam Wright Fitness. Um, I do a lot of uh, talking, a lot of talking about um, diet culture and and, mm-hmm. and some weight loss stuff, fitness stuff, but mostly um, like mental changes and mindset changes, and trying to help people learn to love themselves, which is um, shockingly hard <laughs> in this uh, fitness industry. So, and he also has fabulous nails. <laughs> Thank you, nails, hair. You know, I just kind of fabulous, just in general. <laughs> yeah, we we know. I think Rob and I know a little bit about diet culture in some of the ways it's it's changed things for mm-hmm. better or most likely worse. Um, yeah. So you know, I think on, on this podcast, what because we talk a lot about like uh, you know the the mechanisms by the you know how you lose weight, but I would love to talk mm-hmm. on this Very one. Dust. Just of course, fairy dust. But in yeah. this one, I would love to talk more just kind of about the the mindset because I like I watch yeah. a lot of your videos and I like that. And I'd love to talk with you just about because, uh, you know, you take clients, right? You work with clients. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, I you do. know, you maybe you can talk a little bit about how you work with them and some of maybe the struggles they've had and how you you help them, you know, reach something that is sus- sustainable for themselves, because that's really what I think a lot of people are looking for. A lot of people have lost weight, but then, you know. Couple weeks later, after yeah. the juice cleanse ends, <laughs> you gain all the way back. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, I yeah, love to all the time. Anybody, anybody can lose weight. You know, um, you can talk about, oh, I was so successful doing keto uh, three times, and it's like if you have to read, you have to do it again. It's not successful. So, yeah, I right. really try and I really try and and emphasize sustainability in all my coaching um, and videos. You know, um, I think <laughs> I think that is everybody trying to lose weight is looking for a magic pill and a quick fix and and nobody judges success based on how long you kept it off they're just like like, did it work and i think i think the big thing here is everybody needs liam's tincture I think the tinctures that's but you know you do make the most money off that how much money do you make off of a sustainable weight loss and coaching <laughs> right, people exactly. a little bit <laughs> exactly you want them coming back that's exactly how you make the money yeah <laughs> I'm really missing out. Oh, we I mean, trust me. We all we talk every every week about how much money we're missing out on helping people in sustainable ways. It's lame, yeah. but you know it's our lot in life. So, <laughs> um, yeah, you know those stupid integrity. Yeah, and, and integrity's <laughs> a pain in the ass. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would I'd love to talk just kind of about you know like what you know with your some of your. Um, some of the clients you've worked with, what are some of the struggles that they, they that you see kind of time and time again? Because I'm sure you see like patterns arise, right? Like you kind of see with yeah. with clients. What are some of the the patterns you, you you see and some of the things that they're all kind of struggling with? You know, maybe not doing as as perfectly as they should as, as they could be. You know what a big one is, and I, I I think this is on the top of my brain because I'm working. I'm literally working on a video. Um, that I'll probably film today about this very subject. I think a lot of the re- the reasons that people want to make, I, I think people are not making changes for the right reasons. Um, mm. So often it comes from a place of like hatred and self-loathing. And they're like, I hate yeah. who I am. I hate how I look. I hate how I feel. And it's sort of like the, the carrot and the stick, you know, like what's driving you really? Is it the carrot? Like, are you encouraged? Like I'm trying to, what do we want to improve 
the way that I feel because I love myself. And I think that this is going to show my body, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's a form of respect and care. Or is it just because like, I hate who I am and I want to, I want to make this person disappear. I'm trying to run away right. from who I am and, and who I am doesn't yeah. have value. Uh, it's, it doesn't have worthiness. So, so that person needs to go. And, um, I think it does. You're not really going to see a whole lot of lasting change until you can learn to uh, be led by the carrot. You know, I'm I'm ready to change because I I deserve that. You know, I'm worthy of it. And because and carrots I, are great. And, and yeah, I do so nutritious. <laughs> and, and I, you know, what's interesting about that that immediately immediately made me think of is when I listen to other podcasts or, or videos. They kind of that people will talk about that, but they'll somehow turn it into this positive thing or they'll try to where they'll say like, okay, I was fat. I was this. I was that. And then I hated myself. And that drove me to lose weight. And look at me now. Everyone's like, yeah, so I should hate myself enough to do this. And so like. You know, maybe some podcasts, maybe like, you know, the, the Joe Rogan podcast, stuff like that, where, you know, it's Joe just, it's, it's, where I've, I've really seen that. You're like, I, I hated it. So I needed to change. And it's like, well, yeah. I guess that is a reason to want to change. But I think a much more sustainable reason would be, why do you want to lose weight? I mean, maybe I just want to feel better. I want to do it for my family. I feel like that's something I hear often from people. It's like, I want to be around for my children, my grandchildren. I think that's, mm-hmm. I feel like, right, that's more of a reason that's uh, kind of sustainable oh. and keep you at it. Absolutely. Yeah, I always tell, I mean, here's the thing. I think people, one, don't think about their why enough. You know, um, I hear a lot like, I would just want to lose weight. I'm like, okay, for what? You want to look jacked for the summer? Okay, why? <laughs> why is that important to you? You know, like, let's dig right. a little bit deeper. Um, or, yeah, it comes out of that self-hatred thing. But I, I think that, um, I think that really doing it for the right reasons is so important. And that's why I really focus a lot on my, on the, the mental health aspect of it, the mindset of it. Because... You can't, you're not going to hate yourself to change. I mean, some people maybe are motivated by more of a tough love thing, but in my experience, if it does like 10 years, that is not a productive way of change. It just doesn't stick with most people. And I tell people all the time, like, you're not going to get uh, a hard ass coach from me. That's not who I am. And I don't think it works. I mean, yeah. I've been in the military. I know yeah. what that's like. Um, I'm I, not going to be a drill sergeant. You know, I'm going to be like somebody who supports you. And cares about you and lets you know that you're like you're doing your best and you're doing enough. And I think that that sort of a a, a coach or or even just like the self talk is such it's so much more productive and encouraging than than just like shitting I on yourself. Completely I completely agree with Sorry. that. Yes, you can. Liam swears all the time, but I completely <laughs> agree. Um, like when I'm coaching myself, uh, not coaching myself, coaching comma myself. Um, I, I'm not in the gym, like shouting at these people, uh, you know, get the weight up. Oh, you suck. Get going. Um, like usually it's, we're cracking jokes. We're having fun. I'm making the gym a positive place for them. And it's one of my favorite things that I say is that you can't have health in a negative environment. I, I, I'm just thinking, cause I think we should acknowledge that, you know, everybody is different and I'm sure there are people who do get like, David Goggins, for example, if you don't know who he is, if you ever want to get shouted out constantly, then go look him up. Um, you know, some people really they do enjoy it. I, I don't understand it. I don't get it. But I think those people do exist. So, you know, we're not shaming you if that is what you enjoy. I talk to other people who say like, oh, to I just one day I stopped eating all processed foods. Like that's and that's how I got healthy. It's like literally nothing left. And for 10 years now, I've only been eating this. I'm like, that is an outlier. I've I rarely see ever people do that. But, the, you know, it does exist. Sometimes someone wakes up yeah. and just like, nope, I'm done with that. I'm only doing this for the rest of my life. But I wouldn't encourage you to try that first. I guess it's the way I put it. Yeah. And, and, and the way I think about it, I mean, I can totally acknowledge. Yeah, there are definitely people who are motivated by you know for, for various reasons. I challenge that and I just say that um, what can negative self-talk do for you that positive self-talk couldn't? You know what I mean? Like maybe you are driven by, hey, you fat piece of shit, like (laughs) get on the treadmill. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe that's what you like. But couldn't you also benefit from, hey, you're 
you are doing an incredible job and you're working so hard. And like, I'm really proud of myself for what I've been able to do. And I'm going to keep doing it because I love myself. Yeah. Do we really think that that's not going to motivate you while like, <laughs> I'm not going to say the S word again, but like, you know, <laughs> um, just like being a, a, a jerk to yourself. I just don't, I just don't think, I don't know for me, no matter who I work with, even if they say like, yeah, I love it. I want you to be a hard ass. I'm like, that's not my style. But I mean, I totally agree. Different, so, I, completely, yeah. I mean, I, it makes total sense to me from a place you catch more flies with honey than vinegar. I think that's the yep. saying and you I'm going with it. That, <laughs> I'm going with that. So yeah, um, maybe, so do you have anything when, when you talk with clients, do you have any kind of tips for helping them kind of find what motivates them? Like writing a few things down, looking at it, like just, just in general. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I talk about this a lot. I, I do some group coaching as well. In addition to my one-on-one coaching, we talk a lot about, um, turning negative self-talk into positive self-talk. And I think one of the first things that we do is kind of like find some gratitude. And okay. I think, um, so often we, I don't want to be, the, it's important that this is not misconstrued as, as like, you know, an abusive mom telling you, be grateful for what you've got. I don't want it to seem like that, you know. I, I'm so cutting this worse. up and just specifically <laughs> phrasing it just to make you look bad now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that finding some, uh, like just acknowledging, hey, you know what? My body is not exactly what I want. It's not where I'm, you know, I'm not super, uh, you know, body positive maybe, but I can accept where I'm at and I can appreciate what my body does for me. I think oftentimes finding, um, a, a neutral ground is a okay. really good place to start because I think yeah. so often we come, you know, we talked about earlier, like you could start from this place of negative, like self-hatred. And then the other side of the spectrum is body positivity, which is a fantastic thing, but not everybody can get there, especially right away. So yeah, especially expecting yourself to go from like, God, I hate my body to I've got the perfect vessel. It's not, it, it doesn't seem like that's a realistic thing for a lot of people. So just getting like from this negative point to a, Hey, you know what? I'm doing okay. And my body does a lot for me and it, it it's very resilient and like it that. carries me to and from, you know, to and from work every day and it can pick up kids and it's, it's bored children. And, um, you know, I mean, a lot of my clients are mothers, um, but right. You know, I'm able to or children in the other way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, You're just putting the children to sleep. You're so boring. <laughs> now we're back I, to negativity. You, know, I like, you look very deep in thought right now. I like what you said a lot because we talk, we've talked so many times. We're, we're 37 episodes into this and, <laughs> this. <laughs> and so we talk a lot about how small steps are important, but we keep saying that in, in terms of, you know, your diet and, and making small changes in your diet mm -hmm. and exercise routine, but also in your mindset. Like that's, that's super important. You're not, like you said, you're not going to go overnight and then just feel like, Oh, this is, this is amazing. Just small changes. You know, you feel a little bit better. That's, that's, that's improvement. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, and it goes for, for anyone, you know, whether you're trying to lose weight, I, I was like a teenager and, you know, I was like the stick thin, you know, like super scrawny. And I, you know, you scroll on Instagram, you see these people are like absolutely fucking jacked and you're like, oh man, I just, I just want to get to, I just want to get to that. And, you know, I think for me, it was like slowly over time realizing like, okay, that, that is kind of a, Instagram is a no its own we'll call it an art form just to be positive we'll say it's its <laughs> yeah. own kind of yeah. thing it's not really reality and kind of slowly over time had to sort of figure that out so I yeah I just yeah. I really like that just small changes in your mindset over time and and you will you will get there don't don't beat yourself up yeah, one step at a time it, I, I call it getting to zero because like a lot that. of people the way I the way I, I kind of put it on a um, a numerical scale it's like a hundred a hundred percent is you know, body positivity and like, let's say negative a hundred is, is, is uh self-hatred. Let's just get to 0%. Let's just get from to a place where we are. We just don't hate ourselves. That's going to be so amazing, right? It'd be amazing if you could just not hate yourself. Um, it does a lot for your confidence. So you don't have to flip it on its head, but let's find a place of acceptance and understanding that you're doing your best. And you know what? Your body can still do a lot for you. And you should still be grateful for it and show, show respect to it, even if it's not exactly where you want to be.
I think there's a middle ground there. I like, I like that. that. I really yeah. do. That's really good. Anyway, yeah, now I'm just <laughs> just thinking about it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so let's say, okay, so let's say for the, for our example, we get to somebody to a kind of a neutral state. You know, where mm-hmm. is there a specific direction you kind of take them from there to kind of move in towards that positive space? Is there any, like, you know, you got any tips for that? I think, I mean, for me, I really try and help clients find a lot of, non-scale victories i have moved yes my i really moved away from weighing clients i mean i don't abandon it completely but i don't weigh them often um i sort of try and move away from um a bunch of numerical data i know that that sounds weird in the fitness space but the way that i look at it i don't abandon it completely like i said there's still clients that i have track certain some calories sometimes there's still clients that i have you know take measurements and, and weigh themselves maybe once a week or a month but there's other clients where we don't do any of that and instead we just focus on looking at other like non-scale victories how is your energy level how is your yes. strength how is your yes. you know um how is your mood all of these things are really uh, things that can drastically improve and they don't need to be tied to a number because more often than not, that number is just discouraging, you know? And I'm like, guys, you're not going to be able to control that number every day, no matter how close you follow your program. (laughs) So why are you giving yourself the chance to be disappointed by stepping on the scale? And it was a hot day yesterday. So your body was retaining some extra water, even though you did everything seemingly right. Now you've had, now you're, now you're self, now you're loathing because like you've, you feel like you've failed. Right. And you know, I'm, so I'm like, let's get off the scale and just like, look, how are you feeling? That's so much more valuable. And it, and I think, and it's, it is kind of because diet culture has kind of taught us that your weight relates specifically to your health. And of course, I think we can all understand that having excess body, body fat can increase your risk for certain diseases. We, everybody knows this, but also there are many other <laughs> metrics. Stress is one thing that really just kills, you know, your sleep. I always, I work in sleep medicine. Oh, yeah. I tell people, if you can just like improve your sleep, that will do like, you don't even realize how much that will do for you, for your mental yes. health and everything. Even Rob. somebody who's like two people who are at the same weight, their ratio of subcutaneous to, there you go. to yeah. um, visceral fat. If you're going to doing moderate intensity exercise, you can move where the fat storage is to a less, you know, damaging place. You can you can actually eliminate if you didn't know, you can eliminate visceral fat, which is the fat around your organs. You do moderate intensity cardio. It kind of shifts some of that away. And so there's there's so many other markers that you can go by. Yes. And I, again, and neither of us, nobody is saying to abandon the scale. You know, it, it can it can be it's one tool. It's one tool. I think it's, it's basically tool. just what I want to say is it's not the yeah, only yeah. tool. <laughs> I think and I think that's the that's where the, the that's where the misconstrue. I don't know what that's the word. That is where people get obsessed <laughs> with that fixation on yes. the scale is where people fail um, because they're looking at that as the sole indicator of success or failure, uh, even right. on a day to day basis. And I tell people. If you are weighing yourself every day, and again, in the fitness industry, it's a very common thing to do. But if you're weighing yourself every day, you are giving yourself a chance every morning to be disappointed with your progress. And it's a great reminder every day that you're not where you should be. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I don't think there's a place you should be, but you have a place in your head. Okay, right. You have Let's a say, goal, right? I want to be, I want to be 150. Okay. So you're at 200 now. And every day you're not at 150 and you weigh yourself and you see a number <laughs> higher than that, you have failed. You know, even if and, it, it's a reminder of what you have not accomplished. And so often I just what I hear from people whenever I do a video talking about how if you have one, I'm going to put air quotes here, bad day or you, you overate, you did something that you wasn't in your plan, whatever it is, it doesn't fuck up everything. <laughs> like you have, you there's 365 days in a year. You've got many years to do this. So that means math, some numbers, big numbers. I don't know. You have a lot of time. So one day is, is, is nothing. And people are like, thank you so much. I needed to hear that today. Like I get that from so many people. And so, and that's the frustrating part. So you start off your day, you weigh yourself, 
you see you get discouraged and then that leads into worse and that leads into in, 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 into to, to worse decisions right yeah. and that's yeah. it's it's so frustrating so I, I mean i like the idea of just getting away from scale especially if you're lifting weights you're doing all these things your scale's gonna fluctuate it's don't don't oh, freak yeah. out over it just it's normal you know, for the scale to go all over the place yeah have start off with something positive i'd love you for, for you to start your day whatever whatever positive thing some people like meditation or whatever i mean do you have any uh, do you have any like thoughts on like just kind of starting your day starting off positive sort of positive any, like, affirmation Oh, like I that. always start journaling for 50 minutes in the morning. No, I don't do it. <laughs> With my uh, lemon water I, <laughs> to detox my body. Um, <laughs> I don't do any of that. To be honest, like I wake up and I'm like, where's the, yeah, where's my, where's my energy drink? That's what I need. Um, Coffee? Yeah, yeah, I serve I, with a call always. <laughs> always. Um, I, I really encourage people to, uh, you know, have a glass of water. Like, don't worry about the scale you're gonna yeah. put that away you know have a glass of water step outside in the sunshine um like you know get a breath of fresh air and then go about your day um i discourage people from getting right on their phone right on social media right away 100 um, agree that's that's uh, that can again very much like the scale kind of dictate the first thing you don't have control over what you see right then i mean because i know yeah. Last thing you need is to wake up and look at all these fake Instagram photos that have been photoshopped. Absolutely, absolutely. Or or Bobby's popping up telling you, you know, (laughs) I know for me, um, being a a huge animal person, uh, and cats especially are like an emotional support animal for me. I wake up and the first thing is uh, he he climbs up onto my shoulders and he's licking my face and he's you know hugging, cuddling me, and I just spend the morning doing some stuff with him for a bit and it's just it's warming and it feels good and it starts the day right what yeah what yeah, i have, absolutely what i've seen from a lot um that that works well for a lot of people is just having a very and when i say small i mean like very small goal like okay uh you got you make your bed like when you after you wake up, just something, just something small. So you've accomplished a thing. Is that thing minor? Is the thing small? Yeah, sure. It doesn't matter. But that is kind of to get the ball rolling into better decisions. My goal is to right. wake up. And like you said, I'm going to go outside. I mean, it's in Ohio here. It's a little cold. But in general, when it's a little bit better outside, you go outside. I you don't get think you get to say a little bit cold when you're right beside well, a Canadian. You're in- yeah, so <laughs> you, you're at the place where you can boil, put the boiling water outside, and then immediately just it freezes immediately or whatever. Yep. Um, but yeah, just get outside, get some sun, just a small thing to accomplish to lead you into that, you know, next step. And yeah, one of the worst things you can do is if you get on the scale and you see a bad number, then that's just gonna lead you down a worse path. Yeah, yeah. I think, like you said, like it really does set the tone for the day. It really determines like, okay, oh, it's down. It's going to be a good day. Or, oh, it's up. Great. Well, what am I even freaking doing this for? Why am you know? I even doing this? This is dumb. Yeah. No, suddenly now I feel like I have to restrict calories for the entire day. <laughs> oh, Literally. yeah. Literally. Yeah. How do you guys I'm, – I'm, I'm going to ask you a question now. How do you guys feel about tracking calories and, and – um, because I, I have changed a lot. Sorry to interrupt. I, I have changed a lot of my feelings – I think since being on TikTok, strangely, um, the way that I've coached has evolved so much and I see value in it sometimes, but more often than not, um, it's harmful in my opinion, uh, for a lot of reasons. How do you guys feel about it? I, so I think when it comes to tracking calories, I haven't done it in years. I don't know. I think tracking calories for, uh, a week or two something like mm-hmm. that is a good idea just that really just gives you a basis of like how many calories are in food i've seen many videos people are like hey how many calories do you think are in this pizza and they're like 500 well actually there's like 2500 like there's there's a lot more than you realize so just and we're t- we're creatures of habit right we tend to eat the same foods like every day so if you track for a couple weeks you see like you kind of know generally how many calories are in a food so i think it's good for that after that it's if mm-hmm. even if it's not damaging it's so exhausting. <laughs> like, it's so Oh my God. You go to a restaurant and you're like, oh, what's that? And their calories can be off by 30%. And then I got people asking me like, oh, but if it's, if it's not right, like how much is it off by? And how do I track this? And is this type of fiber only has this calories and that has that. And it's just like, that's exhausting. It's so tiring. Yeah. Even if it's not taxing on your mental health, mental health for a yeah. lot of people, it is. 
it is exhausting. So I think for some people, they tell me they love it and they do it all the time. And I think those are kind of the people that just eat literally the same things every day. Like, I feel like those are the type that just have same breakfast, lunch, or dinner, copy, and snacks copy every day. Paste. Yeah, really, copy, yeah. paste, and the weekends yeah, are different. Yeah. Like, if Monday right. through Friday is the same, and then for a Saturday and Sunday are the same, they're a little bit different, and then I track all that. But for for most people, I say it's just, it's not worth it for to constantly do it. It's not worth it because it's just, it's too tedious. It's too, it's too <laughs> monotonous. It is. Months yeah. and months and years. Oh. Yeah, similar to Liam, I, I tell people, yeah, it's worth doing for a week or two just to understand generally how much you're eating to try and get a, a visual representation of what yeah. calories look like so that you kind of know what you're looking at when you're eating. Yeah. But like for a lot of people, if you try to do it over a long time, it will become an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. It can. It definitely can. Yeah. And it's it is funny because yeah. you'll find some things you're like, wow, I never realized like this had so many calories that had so many calories. I remember I weighed out like carrots. I'm like, there's like zero calorie in carrots. Like it's like a, a giant plate. It's like 100 calories. It's crazy. Well, we and did then, start off the episode saying carrots with, are great. That's why I'm thinking about carrots. I got carrots <laughs> on the brain. And, but you know, and then other foods, you know, your classic foods like your peanut butters, your avocados, your things high in fat. You're like, okay, so that's a few more calories. They just have to be aware of that. No, you know, I'm not th- giving that that's up. That's another like, thing with uh, counting calories that'll throw people off and really mess with them is the fact that we don't absorb 100% of the food we eat. That's true. And then but then you get down the rabbit hole of like, yeah, how many calories from this and that? And, you know, like, oh, I see corn in my poop. That definitely means I didn't absorb the hell of calories. How many calories are actually in it? It's like that's yeah. You're, you're, yeah, that, that's exhausting. Yeah. Then, you'll, yeah. then, then awareness becomes obsession and yeah. that's when it gets very disordered. Yeah. And then people are weighing condiments, you know, ah, we've got to weigh this mustard. It's like, we don't have to go that far. Five calories, 15, 20, 25. Oh, I hit 30. Damn it. That's too I have much. Ha- I, I have heard on more than one occasion from influencers that you need to be like tracking your cooking spray. And they're like, you know, when you hold it, it's not zero calories. It's actually 10 calories when you spray for, spray for three seconds. Like, what are we doing here? What are we doing? And why are we teaching people this? Like, I, I get being aware. I get, yes, of course, like. When you add oil, you add things like there's going to be some extra yeah. calories. But like, do we really need to be tracking cooking spray and like timing this and figure out what are we, I, why, why are we doing this? I think it's better to focus on just changes in general. Just say like, oh, instead of using olive oil drizzling in the pan, you can use the spray. Like count it. Fuck that. Like I'm not going to be counting yeah. seconds. That's insane. <laughs> uh, but then, you know, instead of this item, have something similar to it. Instead of a regular Coke, oh, you have a Diet Coke. Like, you know, something that's similar and just changes. Because I've been going over a lot of those. For this croissant, you could have 8,000 strawberries. And like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> and I think it is good in a way to see like, like, oh, this doesn't have many calories in it. This does like that is helpful. But like no one is like, oh, I want a croissant. Instead, I'll have all these raspberries instead. That's just no, you know. So I think yeah, it's just having a, a change that's more it's similar to the thing that you wanted. Those things can add up over time. But yeah, yeah. it's it's the, the cooking spray thing. It's pretty. It's pretty. Well, yeah. Seriously, talking about the cooking spray thing, like that's another thing with counting calories. Is when I tell people, you know, it's worth doing for a week. I also emphasize that you know this is a rough thing. Rough like, you don't need to sit there counting the seconds that you're spraying this cooking spray it's just roughly you're just trying to get an idea here even if even if you're exact you're not like that's yeah, the thing yeah. is like because there are so many factors at place yeah. even if you weigh everything perfectly track everything correct it's going to be wrong and i so, think like yeah, that's where people get frustrated try. right because they say i tracked calories and i didn't lose weight and i'm like yes because tracking is is not it's not it's imperfect you know, like yeah. like you said, yeah. so it's it's the only to, way to know exactly how many calories in that food would be to burn it, and then you can't eat it. Right. <laughs> burn, and then you have to burn your poop afterwards and see how many calories <laughs> yeah. actually absorbed. Exactly. From it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think you just came up with a new diet, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> so buy my poop burner. The poop, the poop burner three thousand. You just—it looks like a toilet. You poop right onto it. You see how many calories. <laughs> Absorbed from food. Bobby's gonna Bobby's gonna start selling that next week. He's gonna listen. He's gonna listen to this episode. Um, oh god! I I I try and I I agree. I tell clients that uh, you know it's a it's a short term thing. If we do it at all, like let's look. I've had clients do it for a couple of months. You know, like but it's on and off, and I don't want them to be obsessed with it. Yeah. Like let's yeah. like there's yeah. got to be some limits. 
Um, but I've shifted a lot into more intuitive eating, which is something I had never really heard about until probably, I don't know, a year ago. And um, learning to listen to like your body's hunger cues is such a powerful thing that people don't know how to do. And is I that one of those things time. where if I crave chips, I'm really craving grapes? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> no, those videos God, are great. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it's really about learning how to. Like a lot of people, I hear this a lot. I don't feel hungry. I don't get hungry. And what I point out is that, well, do you get tired halfway through the day? Do you get irritable? Do you get brain fog? Do you get nauseous? Uh, do you get lethargic? All of these are hunger cues. It's not just a rumbling in your mm. tummy. Right. And yeah. people don't understand. They don't, they don't realize that. Uh, I remember, I probably didn't realize that too. I would, I find myself yawning halfway through the day with a client and she would, <laughs> she would kind of like joke at me like, am I boring you? I didn't realize until later that was a hunger cue. I'd probably worked through lunch and I didn't realize that, you know? And so, um, just recognizing that can be a really powerful thing. Oh, wow. Let me go ahead and address that hunger. So it doesn't become even greater. And then I find myself overeating later. I, so I, I find intuitive eating a very interesting and I, I like, I do like the premise. I think what you hear, the pushback that you hear, and I'm sure you've heard every, all of us have heard is the classic, oh, you're just telling people to be slops. You're just telling people because uh, America's already obese. You're just, you're, you, this is, you know, I'm like devil's advocate here. You're mm -hmm, just telling mm -hmm. them to continue doing what they're doing. And what, you know, intuitive eating is saying, I, I, I believe I'm not an expert on it is like, actually people aren't really in tune with what their hunger signaling is. And, you know, and I, I think what all, what you said, I love that. But I also notice is a lot of people eat until they're stuffed. <laughs> like they eat until they're so full that they couldn't eat anymore. And I say like, that's, the, I think you've gone a little too far there. You want to eat until you're no longer hungry. Like I'm not, exactly. I've had yeah. a decent meal. If you overeat, like you're, it's going to be like Thanksgiving, you know, after you have that meal and you're just like, Oh God, what am I going to do the rest of the, I got shit to do, you know? Yeah. So like yeah. finding that place is important. For sure. And that's one of the, that's one of the things that, that, they, that, that, intuitive eating teaches. I think a, a fun, there's a fundamental misunderstanding of intuitive eating. A lot of people will retort, oh, well, if I just ate intuitively, I eat this whole bag of cookies. Yes. Right? And, and, and that's, not, that's not what intuitive eating is. Uh, it is about listening to your hunger cues, but also listening to your fullness cues. And um, there's a really great thing that I've learned called a hunger scale uh, that I teach my clients. And um, it, it goes from zero to 10. And it teaches you that you should be eating probably when you're about a three or a four, avoiding uh, an overly hungry the zero, one, one and two. Yeah, I'm going to eat anything yeah. in front of me, please. I'll eat a horse. It, yeah, yes, like, exactly. Avoiding eat grass. <laughs> <laughs> eating at a three or a four and then stopping when you're a six or a seven. Now mm. when you're at a 10, now you're in a, you know eight, nine or 10, which is overly okay. full. So it's kind of finding that little safe area to start eating and when to stop. Um, it helps prevent overeating. And, um, and actually, you know, you talk about, well, you know, I would just eat a bag of cookies. There is a lot of freedom in intuitive eating, but what it also teaches you is like, yes, you can have, you could have a whole bag of cookies if you wanted to, but <laughs> if you're learning how to listen to your hunger and fullness cues, you're not going to want to eat the whole bag of cookies. You might have a few, but the, right. you, know, you don't want, you know what I mean? That's the whole point of it is learning okay. not to eat when you're distracted, not to, yes. um, you know, not to let yourself get too hungry, not to demonize foods and put them off limits and make them even more tempting. You know, all bananas. of these things. <laughs> what's with bananas? Did he's, I miss an episode? He's a banana <laughs> hater. Okay. Adam, you help back me out. Back me up here, please. Bananas are great. They're a great little snack on the go. Stamp banana you hater. Bana you don't like bananas, Rob? No. Oh, bananas man. are terrible. They're off limits. Mm, <laughs> they're, see? Just, they're just curved Do you carrots. see what I work with here on this podcast? It's like a prison. I, you know, it's like a the, goddamn um, prison. On the Patreon, uh, when I was announcing the giveaway, um, for everybody who ha does, hasn't heard yet, we're having a, a giveaway for our 25th episode. And all you have to do is join our podcast for free. 
Patreon. Um, yeah. You join Thanks our podcast. Thanks to Fuel. <laughs> Patreon, yeah. Join our podcast. You just have to join our podcast, podcast for free. <laughs> yeah. Um, join our Patreon for free. And thanks to Jocko Fuel for that. Um, but uh, I, I told people out there, if you guys go to Jocko Fuel and you buy a banana smoothie, protein smoothie thing, you are dead to me. <laughs> I, Where do you get? Let's get Robert Short that says bananas are bullshit. A banana yes. bullshit, and he just goes yes, around the grocery right store. Uh, okay, well just now you've ruined it. This is worse. So while he does that nonsense, <laughs> I'd like to go back. Uh, so I like this idea though. Like, so if we're looking at a hunger scale, right, and we're at like zero to ten, so like zero is like oh. or zero one, whatever, one to ten. I'm on like a desert island. I haven't eaten in months, and holy shit, I'll eat anything in front of me. And then ten is after your Thanksgiving when you're just like, I'm going to throw up so when you get to like a three or you know like a three maybe you're getting some of like the hunger signaling and some of the rumbling mm-hmm. whatever but also mm-hmm. like you said there could be other things you might be feeling a little tired a little just out of it that sort of that sort of thing and when you start eating i like and i like what also you said eating while distracted because that is something that so many people do and i listen i get it we're all busy like listen listen everybody got stuff going on we're all busy but like you go into the car with like a bag of chips or whatever it is you know fast food you know i'm not demonizing fast food i love me some fast food but like you're just you just you don't even realize right like Mm -hmm. you start eating and then you get to your destination everything's gone and you don't even remember what happened right and then now you're at a nine (laughs) you're already so full (laughs) yeah yeah. So yeah, eating, I mean, and you didn't taste it wasn't satisfying. You didn't taste it. Uh, yeah. And you now you want be, something you else want just it. to kind of yes. like because you're like, oh, I'm still hungry, but I'm not hungry. But I feel like I'm hungry because I didn't eat. I, I did eat, but I didn't feel like yeah. I ate. And it's 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 to take the time because it takes usually like, what, 15 minutes or so for the food to really the, the signaling to go through. And you're like, I ate food. So if you just kind of scarf it down, it will take a little while. So. Eat slowly. We talked about this. What was it last week? Or last yeah, week with Gabs. Like, yeah, Gabs. We were talking about how like chew your food. Like I, that seems like a small thing, but like chew yeah. your it's food. Like your mom told you, chew it twenty times. Yeah, slowly. <laughs> don't be just scarfing it down. Um, and and really focus on when you're not hungry anymore. Not not full. Not stuffed. But hey, I'm mm-hmm. no longer hungry, so I'm uh, yeah. I'm gonna stop eating, and I'll eat later. Yeah. When another I another thing I have to say is, people, especially in North America, you get we get that uh, that you have to finish your plate. You grow up, and you're like the, yeah. your parents are like, you need to eat everything on your plate. Yep. you mm-hmm. don't have to eat everything on your plate. It's okay. Yeah, you can put it Absolutely. in the fridge. That's a huge one. That's a huge mm-hmm. one. Is I, I that that probably that is probably the biggest. Uh, challenge that I deal with with clients is teaching them how to like show some gratitude. Thank you for uh, thank you for filling me up. And now I can put you away. Or I can throw you away. Um, there's a there's an analogy I made to, to my my group call the other day. Um, you guys know who Marie, Marie Kondo is? Yes, she's in. <laughs> okay, so she's an organizational guru, yeah. and she'll teach people. Does it bring you uh, joy? You know, <laughs> yeah. So she's like, yeah, the sparking joy, right? Like if, if, it, if it sparks joy, great, keep it. If not, throw it away. But she teaches people that when you throw something away or you give it away or whatever, um, to thank it, you know, hey, thank you, blanket, for keeping me warm. You've done your job and now we can kind of give it away. Um, I thank you, food. It, you have nourished me. Now, yeah. here you are. Here's the dog. Here's the dog food. <laughs> I know dog it sounds silly. I know it sounds silly, Rob, but if you kind of did that, because a lot of people feel bad or they feel like they're wasting it. I'm like, you're not yeah. wasting it. Mm-hmm. It did its job. It's done what it was supposed to nourish you and it was supposed to kind of satisfy you. If it's done that, you don't need yeah. to finish it anymore and you can put it away. It's okay. And a lot of people don't give themselves and, permission to do, to do mm-hmm. that. I, and I joked about um, giving it to the dog, but that's, that's something we actually do is we'll, if we have some leftovers that maybe we can't eat um, or maybe we just didn't like them, whatever, we'll give them to the dog. If, as long as the dogs, you know, they're good for the dog. We, we, we make sure that the food is okay for I'm dogs I'm done with first. my plate of chocolate and here you go. Um, <laughs> it was a weird plate. I was hungry. Um, and I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting because um, – we again, like you said, we feel bad about throwing the food away. But think about the alternative. The alternative is you force yourself to eat it. Now you've done yourself a disservice, right? You're yeah. actually in a worse place than where you started. So save it for later. 
throw it away. It's okay to throw it away. We've always been told people are starving other places. Well, you're not starving mm-hmm. now, okay? And this, it's not helping them at all, okay? And yeah, you're so, not sending them the plate. So you're not. They're not going to get the plate if yeah. you don't eat it. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not how. That's not how it works. So like, I understand. Yeah. Like, and I understand that mindset because we should be grateful for what we have. I totally understand. But it's okay to not. It's okay. It's okay. And from everybody yeah. listening, it's okay to not finish your plate. We're telling you that yeah, right we, now. And I like. Yeah, I like that. Like, we should be grateful what we have. Well, that's exactly what Adam's you said with be grateful what you had you it doesn't mean you had to eat all of it you can still be grateful for it yep absolutely so learning how to respect your body by stopping when you are comfortably full is a really big powerful step in the right direction to prevent overeating to prevent this like restrict and binge cycle you know so it does a lot for people just learning how to listen to their fullness I'm just thinking about it's it's so funny with with kind of like with diet culture. So what you'll see a lot of videos on is like, hey, here's a meal that you can eat until you're absolutely stuffed and you won't want to eat anymore and you'll lose weight. I've seen that with like the one woman that just eats all the fruit. Like, Uh I don't remember. I don't remember who she is, but she eats just like 32 mangoes in like one sitting or whatever. And all these things are like, well, 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 yeah. Yeah, you you will lose weight because you won't be able to eat anymore and you'll be so stuffed. But is that in, is that enjoyable? Is that fun? Yeah. Like, I don't think so. Uh, yeah. Also, it's expensive volume, as fuck. Volume eating is a very popular thing. You and, know, it's, and, it, it, yeah. I get it. I, it on paper. Makes sense, right? Like we're just eating a lot of things or eating as much as we want, but it's in, it's low calories. The, 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 the problem with that, if you take that too far, is it kind of yes. you're, you're essentially permitting yourself to binge. I mean, maybe yeah. on low calorie stuff, but like you're not teaching yourself to listen to your hunger and fullness. Right. You're just eating as much as possible. Oh, this is a halo top in the in the full pint. It's only three 150 pints. calories. Yeah, and like, <laughs> what are you doing? You're teaching yourself that it's okay to have whole pints of ice cream, low calorie or not. That's not a that's not a way that we should be thinking about yeah. food. Right. So yeah, I, I think that. That, that's why I really try and, and, and teach clients yeah. how to moderate moderate their portions, listen to what their body is telling them, because so often, yeah, we're just taught to eat as much as it's possible, a- low calories, uh, you know, high volume. <laughs> High protein, uh, you know, high, yeah. And there is a place for that, and that's the time. And this is the balance where this is just fucking tough because there's a place for that. Like you can have a plate, and you have like I, I do it all the time. Like I want a couple Oreos, you know, like with the peanut butter pie ones. By the way, which you know, please get there. The, also, I got black and white cookie recently. Also, ooh, are those better? I don't know. I'll discuss this later. Isn't, like, isn't that just regular Oreo? No, no, black no, no. See, see. Okay, so they take it's 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 the vanilla on the outside, the cookie, and then the inside is both black and white. White. It's split down the middle. There's something about black and white cookies. I love it. It's like both worlds coming. It doesn't matter. The point is Oreos are great. This is the whole point of the podcast. Forget everything else we said. Oreos are great. That's what you should take home. Title and, of the podcast. Oreos great. Done. <laughs> don't be your worst. And Oreos are great. Goodbye. Um, 45 so, seconds. <laughs> shortest podcast. And, but, you know, I put a couple Oreos on the plate, like two or three. And then I, you know, I like other things. I like carrots. I like berries. I like whatever. I like kimchi. I like all these things. So, you know, adding adding volume can be helpful but like you said yeah it can just get to this point where people are like i I dare you to gain weight eating this and then people will take that as like a literal (laughs) dare and then you know you're eating exactly like i don't know five drinking five protein shakes in one in one sitting it's like yeah that's that's a lot i I like what you're doing there liam in the sense that listen I'm going to grab what I want in the sense like, let me, okay, I'm going to grab these two black and white Oreos, whatever. Yes. You've got to find, you you gotta find gr- with all the other Oreos, if you didn't know. <laughs> Oreos are my, that's my, that's my jam. So I'm going to find them, but you grab what you want and then you add what you need. You know, I'm going to grab these two Oreos and then also I'm going to put it with some Greek yogurt and some berries yeah. so that it's more satiating. It's more yes. satisfying. You still get what you want, but, you, but also you've set yourself up for success by adding some protein, adding some fiber. Yep. And wow, I'm satisfied until my next meal. Yeah. So having yeah. adding what you want and having what you need to balance that out and set yourself up for success, I think, is, is uh, a great way to go about making your meals. Even if it's just a snack. Yeah, yeah. so often I see like the, oh, this tastes just like Domino's. First thing you're going to do is get out your uh, tortilla wrap. And I'm like, I'm already 
I already know this isn't going to taste like or it's going to taste like Domino's. I'm already got Oreos right. on the brain. It's not going to taste like Oreos either, but it's definitely not yeah, going to taste no. like Domino's. Instead, have half a slice of Domino's, put it with the salad, you know, and, yeah. and oh, that's one of my favorites. It's, it's so good. good. Some Bull yeah. House Farms. I keep getting people reporting my videos because I'm sponsored by it. Neither is this podcast, by the way, but it's a really good dressing. Okay, I like it. I I have you know speaking of dressing, one of the things uh, that I have uh, recently a change that I've made in my own diet is actually allowing myself to have some good dressing and yes. not trying to go in these goddamn yeah. Walden Farms, the skinny girls, calorie the stuff. skinny girl dressing. Oh my god. <laughs> How did I ever? It's diet culture, man. I don't know how. I don't know I used what to happened to me. I would. Use oh, I had, oh, I really was convinced that they were so good, and then I'm like, "What was I doing?" These and then you awful. eat it, and you're hungry like 30 minutes later because you got no fat. You're not absorbing the nutrients, the fat soluble vitamins, because there was no fat in the salad, and you're just sad. Like everything yeah, about it like, is sad. Ooh. Wow, liquid like like watery ranch, so good. <laughs> if this is so, mustard vinegar and water, yay! Yeah, it's delicious. So no, I go. I find myself some really good dressing, and that's that's where it's at. So, oh, and then you can so really funny. enjoy your salad, and it's not miserable. Hot, that's a that's a that's Adam's tip for the day. Hot Get yourself take. A good dressing. Don't have a miserable Get a good salad. dressing, so, so that you can actually enjoy your salad. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Uh, but you, oh. you know what I'd like to rewind to quickly is going all the way back to talking about people's why. And you said like um, the example of somebody saying maybe they want to uh, have a better body for the beach. And that's that's not a why. That's what you want. Why right. do you want that? Mm -hmm. That's a good point. One of the things that I was taught when I first became a trainer is – to get to someone's why. And oftentimes you, you should ask yourself that question five times. Why? I want to go to the beach. Okay. Why? Well, because, um, you know, I want to, I want to have a six pack. Okay. Why? Well, I, I've always been self-conscious about my stomach. Why? Well, my, so pretend you have my, a three-year-old at your house. That's <laughs> basically yes, literally, literally. Why? Why? <laughs> um, it's so, it's so, it's such a good way to actually discover um, you know, until you can't answer that question anymore, then you really haven't uncovered anything. Hmm. And, um, yeah, go ahead. I'm wondering kind of like, cause you've, you've worked with a lot of clients over the years. So do you have kind of an, a, a few ideas in mind for like things you've seen from people who were able to change their life in a sustainable way? It might not be weight loss. It might be something else, but just things in common between them that you see are like, okay, the people that do this generally um they're able to stick to their plan longer and you know it, it, it just works i don't know basically i'm just asking are there things you see that work generally that you that you see a common theme why if that makes sense why <laughs> why I <would> say, why <laughs> i would say um some of the characteristics of yes. people that that stick with it are are people who are um they have they have a good driving force a good motivation mm -hmm. they have a reason um, yeah i think having a good support system is also yes helpful um boy this is a, this is a really good question i would say that having um an affinity to like go at this with an open mind is a good yes way to go about it being able to so change often, your mind if you're not stuck in your ways you know right yeah because i mean the hardest part is unlearning a lot of what we've yeah. been taught and right. like it's honestly, it's decades sometimes of I've been told this and I yeah. learned this and this is how I've done it. And so a willingness to say, I'm going to put this behind me and I'm going to, I'm going to try it your way, Adam, or I'm going <laughs> to yeah. like adopt this new mindset. Um, I think that I can like be that. a very, I think that can be a really um, positive thing. And Probably most of all, I would say a an ability to focus on the process instead of just the results. The end goal, yeah, yeah. Because enjoy the journey. Yeah, I mean to be honest, like that's why I really focus on helping people improve their relationship with food, their relationship with exercise. Because so often you just hate what you're doing. I hate what I'm eating. I can never have what I want. I hate exercising. It's not fun for mm -hmm. me. And then 
well, what the hell, how, how long do you think you're going to be able to last that way? You know? So when you can have true like joy in eating and the experience of eating and feel like, Hey, I have control and I can eat what I want, but also uh, I don't feel out of control. Uh, and then also I can go to the gym or I can go walk or I can go skateboard or I can go ice skate or whatever physical activity you like to do. Hockey. You do that. You like playing hockey. Great. Well, play uh, hockey. You have to in Canada. But if you like it, you're going to do it more often, you know, go play. I, 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 uh, recently got one of these, uh, VR headsets. Yes, and I'm let's v- go. Oh oh, did you get the Quest 3? Did you get the Quest 3? Did you get the Quest 3? Yes. I got the Quest 3. I'm going to hit you up. I'm going to hit you up. Okay. Over. I hate you guys <laughs> so much right now. <laughs> I've been playing Beat Saber. That is yes. so much fun. It's so much fun. It's so fun. Listen, I'm not and to toot my own horn, but I can be on most songs on Expert oh, Expert Plus. Expert Plus. I'm, I, I kill. I love it. It's so much fun. You, you, I'm sweating. Like, literally, there are days. Yes. I'm not joking. Like, listen, guys, I'm not joking right now. Listen, I'm literally in my underwear with a fan pointed directly at me and i'm still sweating my ass off like it's 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 crazy and also like you're kind of stressed in the game also because like it is stressful so that you're sweating for that like it's just it, I'm t- yeah if you have the obviously it costs money all these things but if you have you have the, the opportunity to I, I this is what happens when you actually make tiktok money yeah listen <laughs> you know listen be an american i don't know what you want to come to the land of the free home of the tiktok i don't know what you want <laughs> But yeah, go ahead. Go ahead with the v- go with the VR. It's, it's it's awesome. But yeah, yeah. And just finding anything. Anyway, that was the reason I brought that up. Was yeah, like Liam said, like it's so much fun and finding joy in movement. There was a time. I mean, to be honest, like even now, like there comes a limit where I'm like, I'm over the gym. I don't want to go all the time. Right. You know, like some. It's not everyone's favorite thing, and sometimes you get bored of it. So finding another way to find joy in movement. It's so important. It's so valuable. And then enjoying, you know, having some joy around food too, and not yeah. have it being an enemy is, it will change your life. It was insane to me. Um, when Papa Solio was attacking cozy cardio, the cozy it, it's cardio. A, such a insane. great way for people to find joy in movement. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. That was, that was infuriating because that yeah. was, that's brilliant. Cozy cardio is brilliant. I wish I'd have thought of it, to be honest. Um, <laughs> it's such a great way to get people moving and enjoy yep. movement. You're talking, yeah, well, about, you're, you're talking about just like you're demonizing walking? Yeah, really? so for anybody not – because people might not have heard of it. Hope came up with it. I'm sure we'll get her on the podcast at some point. But basically in her own home, she has her like protein coffee. She has comfy clothes on. She'll do like either a walking pad or like and, – and watch her favorite show. or show that she wants to. Something know. like that. Just that's the whole idea. Is it's supposed to be comfortable. Yeah. It's supposed to be inviting. It's supposed to be warm. It's supposed to be, you know, enjoyable at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful way to get moving and to encourage activity, and yeah, to to just shut that down for yeah. what for your for your masculinity. It's get for views. It oh, just God. it's rage yeah. bait is what it is at the end yeah. of the day, and it sucks. But like yeah. it, it it does get people angry, and getting angry on the internet is what drives the algorithm, all that stuff. What so, I really like, hate is just that the people who attack those people who might not want to sit at the gym for three hours. It, it, they feel validated when some influencer yeah. posts that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's pretty nice. But I love what you said, though. Like, I mean, en- enjoying the journey and at the same time being able to change your mind. Like, I yeah. think that's so imp- in all aspects of life. Like, that's that's important. I think that's, you yeah. know, great leaders throughout history. I'm a weird history buff. I'm like an old man in like a 32 year old <laughs> body. I don't know if that makes sense. But I love like I love history. And that's something you see uh, as a common theme is people actually able to change their mind and accept new ideas that's, based on information at hand. That's something we've said about oh, yeah. uh, what makes a great influencer or influencers that actually have your yeah. health um, and your interest in mind is that they're open to changing things and yeah, hearing and- different points. So yeah. if you if you've been taught something your whole life, I know un- unlearning that can be difficult. But man, if you can just enjoy the journey and go, oh, you know what? That's not working. I, ever, I've been told it's supposed to work. But you know what? It ain't. 
So I'm not going to do it. And yeah. I'm going to try something else and maybe that'll work. I think and it's okay important. that it's not working for me. It's just something that's that fine. doesn't work for me. I Maybe I respond to something else. That's okay. Absolutely. Everybody's different. You have to find what works for you. Yep. I remember I did a video uh, on the, uh, there was going over like the bowl situation where like you have to eat off small plates. And there was a creator that she, she was like, I like to eat out of a massive giant bowl and people on the internet lost their goddamn mind. They were so angry <laughs> at her. Like, no, that's not how it works. You idiot. You're supposed to eat off small plates. Dummy. Like she, she got to the point where she turned the comments off in her video because people uh-huh. were just being just really angry. And I'm just like, you know what? I understand that you've kind of been told that this is the thing that works, but for that person, it doesn't work, and the opposite works, and that's great. Like that's fine. It's, it's fine. That's what it's you fine. get. That's what, that's what yeah. you get when you have an opinion on the internet. Why are you so angry? Why? <laughs> why does the littlest things they make people so angry? Yeah. Um, actually, it. it's not the littlest thing, Liam. Um, actually, I, <laughs> I want to tell you you're wrong. Like the, little things like the color of my nails. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I bet. I mean I painted one nail and I got so many comments. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. yeah, I hear I hear it all the time. Oh man. Somebody just told me that I had my hair up in a in a bun, in a man bun. Somebody told me they couldn't take me seriously and I lost all credibility because they called it yeah. a harder daddy handle. They said, cut the harder daddy handle. Yeah, a- and then it took me a minute. I had to figure out, oh, they're talking about my hair. Um, <laughs> I was like, what a weird thing to be upset about. Right? How, does that, how does that impact my credibility? <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, man. Liam can't get over what that's called. I, I can't. Like, it's just like there's so many things. I, I you know, I've, I've uh, with Morticia, you know, I've done I've done collabs with Morticia, who is a brilliant and you should, she's a microbiologist. But because she has makeup on and, you know, has, and then she has, you know, body mm-hmm. modifications, people are like, oh, immediately I won't listen to her. I'm like, OK, right. But the, yeah. the shirtless guy yelling about broccoli, like, that's cool. Like, I don't oh, understand. He's, tough, he's got the physique. <laughs> so that's all that matters. I, I literally <laughs> be like, hey, this doctor says this. There was a cardiologist like but look at them look at both of them or i bring up eddie abu and they're like compare your muscle and i'm like to the steroid abuser steroid guy like, with <laughs> he, who is fully admitted that he has kidney and liver damage like what oh are God. you t- I, they will say this non-ironically too they absolutely yeah. mean it oh it's the world is an interesting place that is what i've learned from from doing social media it's an interesting place that's what we signed up for i guess huh as soon as you get online they will judge you for your just looks um, it's it's just immediate god and we're saying this as like white men too like imagine like we already we already set it up as like we already have like the the best of the the privilege yeah Yeah. right we're like the privilege of we still get shit can you imagine being just like yeah a black female or a female minority you know trying to give her information i feel terrible I've I That's had a, a um, video about uh, trans rights scheduled to post as we started this podcast. I'm not looking forward to opening <laughs> TikTok right now. Oh. It is going to be <sighs> just full of people angry at me for, you know, trying to make the world better for everyone. How dare well, I? This is what I have learned. Um, I think that I, I don't know how I think I started just a, just a bit before you guys um, on TikTok. And what I have learned is that it is never wrong to stand up for what's right. You can, if you speak on something and you use your platform for something that you know is good, you know is right, then fuck everybody else. I do not care at all. I will speak about, oh. I've talked about my opinions on Roe v. Wade. I've talked about my opinions on um, the, 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 uh, Israel Gaza. I've talked about my opinions on all sorts of things that I feel are important and people can have different opinions, but honestly, this is my page. And, um, if I feel like it's right, then it's right. And, uh, I don't feel bad about having those opinions. Or yeah. should you? This kind of took a turn, didn't it? Yeah. So basically, <laughs> fuck them. We're going to end with don't be your worst. Oreos are great and fuck them. Those are the three also, things. Also, don't, don't be racist. Yes. Yeah, or transphobic. <laughs> are we the good guys? Are we the are we the demonstration of it's okay to give some men microphones? <laughs> Let's hope so. so we're gonna we're gonna go with that as true. I don't know. Sometimes it's pretty dangerous to give Liam a microphone. He didn't oh. actually go into like a ten minute rant this one. You, well, you that's were so because- calming. 
Uh, apparently been Adam keeping... was so calming. <laughs> no, well, there's there's that, but also I've been keeping my daughter awake in the next room over. Apparently, with my yelling that my wife, while I was recording last week's episode, sent me a link to Amazon for uh, sound muffling things that I can put on the wall because I'm screaming so much. So I'm gonna try and be a little, a little less crazy. <laughs> just a little hint from the wife. Just you know, that's all. But yeah, good old, Adam, good old Amanda. Thank you for coming on. I mean, we think we've been we've been chatting for around an hour now. I don't know. Time yep. flies. Uh, it when has you're been talking. about an hour, yeah. <laughs> Thanks um, for having me. So please, you know, give us, you know, like where people find you, where you make your content, your it's, your ats, your things, your bobs. Yeah, you can you can find me at Adam Wright Fitness on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Um, yeah, that's where I'm always at. So you'll find me there. Same handle, every platform. And what's same your favorite Oreo? Time, same bad place. What's your favorite exactly. Oreo before you go? Oh, my favorite is... I have an answer for this. This is a tough um, one. You're going to make a lot of people mad no matter what you say. So just be prepared. <laughs> it's, you got to well, stand up for what's that's, right. That's social <laughs> you know what? media for you. No matter what I, you say, you're going to piss people off. I'm going to go I'm gonna go with the classic. Not the double stuff. Just the classic. The regular classic. Oreo. Just the, the original OG Oreo. Yeah. I think you can't go wrong. It's a safe choice. I guess it is. It's probably going to piss the least number of people off. So it's probably good to go. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, wasn't that a great time? Listen to the podcast. You were just, I'm assuming you knew you were just listening to in moderation. So if you go ahead and hit the, the five star button, is that a thing? Uh, the like that, button? That's a thing. No. Yeah. The like button five on stars. YouTube. If you're on YouTube, hit the like button. Not the dislike button. That's a bad button. The bad like button. button. Bad Don't button. Touch. Hit all, Don't so touch hit you. all the other buttons. The share. The, the go, You can go check out all those things. Subscribe. Go check out our Patreon. Yeah. We have we do have a Patreon. It's free to join if you want, or you could give us money. That'd be really cool. Like a dollar or two. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever you have. That's, That's super, where you'll find super, all the news for this. We're super appreciative. You can find all sorts of other stuff there. We do giveaways. I think sometimes you know sometimes. all that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, peace.